The Merry Beggars presents... All aboard! On the Night Train. Episode 21, The End of the Rails. We should arrive at our final stop in Sacramento at 5 o'clock. That's 20 minutes from now. We'll be in Sacramento in 20 minutes. We're almost there. Hurry, Edith. Finish washing your face so I can have a turn. I'm finished. Hand me a towel, please. Here you go. I think I'm ready, Mama. I've got my clean dress and my hair is done. Oh, you look clean and tidy. Ready to arrive in California. Give me the towel, please. Here you go. I don't know why I had to wash my face twice today. Because your mother asked you to. That's why. Yes, Mama. Am I ready to go now? Yes, Paul. Go ahead to the lounge car with Edith. I'll finish putting up my hair and I'll meet you there. Come on, Edith. Let's go. We're almost in Sacramento. Look, Edith, Mr. Ackerman is talking to himself again. He's pacing up and down the hallway. Let me see, let me see. I I think it needs something very special. Something like, uh, throughout your trip, your peace of mind is as... as weatherproof as your Pullman accommodations. You know you're even safer in a Pullman crossing the country than you are in your own home. Yes, (laughs) yes. I think I'm getting there. It sounds like he must be writing another advertisement for Pullman. As a child, as you sleep deep on your Pullman bed with your goose feather pillows, sleep soundly as a child. Child? Children! (laughs) Yes, family brand, luxury, and family. Family unity. We need a new phrase. Yep, Child. he's talking about the Why? goose again. Unity. Do you remember when Family. he talked about Smile. goose feathers? <laughs> yes, the European Smile. goose feathers. That's right. <laughs> and here comes Mr. Pullman from his private car. Rudy, what are you talking to yourself about? Mr. Pullman! <laughs> Mr. Pullman, I have a new line for the company. Listen to this. This popular Pullman space puts a smile on your face. Very nice, Rudy. I want you to start writing a piece on our newest conductor, Harold Milton. I want his promotion to be in every newspaper across the United States. Why does Mr. Pullman want Harold's promotion in every newspaper? I thought it was just a temporary switch because Sam got away in the luggage car. Looks like Rudy is confused, too. But, Mr. Pullman, why the porter? Aren't we getting a new conductor in Sacramento? Rudy, my dear Rudy. You should be a bit more savvy if you want to keep your role in the advertising world. What what do you mean, sir? Remember this, Rudy. Scandal covers up scandal like nothing else will. I don't understand either. Do you, Edith? No. But Mr. Pullman always seems to have something up his sleeve. How's your ankle, Edith? It doesn't hurt so much, but I have to walk slowly. sabotaged us! Sabotaged us three times! Might have been more than that. Do you remember when Sam Lewis announced our arrival in Omaha? No. He listed all those laws and facts. I 
bet he was trying to cover up his guilt by showcasing his railroad knowledge. Oh, children! I'm so incredibly sorry you had to be on such a frightening journey. And you, little boy, you're the one who fixed the brakes. Isn't that right? Yes, Mrs. Crocker. Nicely done. Such a miracle. Thanks. I would never have been brave enough to climb on top of the engine. And while we were in a tunnel, too. I'd never. Quite right, Maddie. You'd never. Oh, I forgot. I already wore this dress. Come, Georgie. I must change immediately. That's nonsense. You look fine. I wouldn't be caught dead in this dress. Frankly, it's a bit too late for that now. We'll be arriving any minute. Georgie. All right. I'll hold the door. Mrs. Crocker never stops talking. Or worrying about silly things. I wonder where Sam is now. Up to no good, I'm sure. I wish he hadn't done it. Well, he did. No use wasting time being sorry for him. Anyways, it doesn't matter now. Come on, Edith. Let's get to the lounge car. We can look out the big windows and see California. I'd like that. Just don't go too quickly, Paul. Remember, I have a sprained ankle. Can you hop? Hop? Hop. Hop on one foot. I'll help you. Come on. If you put your arm on my shoulder and hop, we'll go a lot faster. Thanks, Paul. I'll try hopping. That's it. Much faster. We're a good team. We already knew that. We caught Sam. Yes, that's right. I'm glad we stood away together, Paul. Me too. I'm very glad we don't have to be stowaways anymore. I am too. Let's sit on that couch facing the window. I think we'll have the best view when we pull into the station. I'll help you up. There you are. How is your foot, Edith? It's better. Thank you for asking, Mrs. Smith. Mind you, don't go running about the train like usual. You'll make it worse. I won't. Promise. That's a good girl. Kate! Oh, Kate! Do you think anyone will notice my dress? Maddie, you're on the other side of the United States. No one will notice or care if you're wearing the same dress. Look, Edith! Look out the window! We're really in California! We made it past the tunnel, snowsheds, and Cape Horn. Everything was covered in snow when we were crossing the Sierra Nevada mountains just a few hours ago. And now look outside. It's muddy and foggy. It's beautiful. It's so new. I wonder if there are any gold mines around here. I might try to dig up some gold before we go back to Chicago. You can certainly try. It's worth a shot, but I'd rather be a railroad man than a miner. What do you want to be, Edith? Me? Yeah, what do you want to do when you grow up? Well, I... I think I'd like to be beautiful and smart like Mama. And I... I want to be a teacher. Really? I didn't know that. I want to teach in a school and tell all my students about their wonderful country. That's nice, Edith. I like my idea better, though. Working on the railroad is more exciting. Ten minutes! Ten minutes more and this thrilling adventure is over! Snake's alive! Just ten more minutes! Ten more minutes until the end of the rails! I got goosebumps. Thank you for the update, Rudy. Won't you have a seat? You look a bit overexcited. I am ridiculously excited, madame. Oh, my work truly begins when we arrive in Sacramento. Then take a seat and conserve your energy, my friend. I shall. (laughs) I shall. This trip has been thrilling, yes. Indeed, I believe that I have witnessed enough to fill three books. And I believe I'll stay in California and ride them. All three of them. 
That's splendid, Professor Dopidon. I'm so excited to read them, Professor. I've never been in a book before. Will you use our real names? I don't want my name in any book. Damaging for my reputation. Don't put in anything personal about me or my wife, Professor Dopey Dad. Not even our last name. I understand, George. Georgie, you are no fun at all. Why, that's marvelous, Dopey Dad. I am sure your university and publisher will be accommodating. They won't. They have made it quite clear they never want to see me in the world of academia ever again. But... Someday soon, they will read of my fame in the newspapers and struggle to get their mercenary paws on a copy of my best-selling trilogy. And they will come face to face with their folly. Oh. Right. Well, best of luck. I am sure Mr. Pullman will be happy to promote your novels about the night train. Novels? Yes. I suppose they could be categorized as novels. It's a true and expansive adventure story I'll be telling. After all, a man must adapt to write for the masses if he wants to put a little bread on the table. <laughs> yes. But it will definitely be based on a true story on history. Will you be living in California then? Yes, Maddie. I won't show my face in Chicago until I can return on a book tour with all three books complete. Oh, I will miss you, Professor. All Chicago academia will mourn your loss, I'm sure. What will you be doing, Kate? Are you still planning to stay in sunny California for a little while? I'm sure it would do wonders for your health. It might do that, but I have made up my mind. I am going back to Chicago as quickly as possible. Oh, oh well, I'm very glad to hear it, Kate. We have to tell everyone back home what a magnificent adventure they missed out on. Oh, no, Maddie, I'm not going back to Chicago to gloat. I'm going home to take care of my family. I'm still a mother, no matter how old my children get. Seeing the Mallard family all together has reminded me of that. How touching. Did you hear that, Paul? What's that? Oh, look, Edith, there's a sign for the Pony Express. I mean, the Pony Express doesn't exist anymore, but that sign says it was their old headquarters. Wow, I see it. And anyway, I have to go back to Chicago to get my son married off. If I want grandchildren anytime soon, I'll have to interfere. After all, if you want a thing done right, you must do it yourself. My son will make a mess of it if he chooses a bride all on his own. Look, look, I see the train station. Oh, that is a stout what I mallard boy is right. <laughs> Take a look at that golden Sacramento. Look, Edith, do you see it? Where's Mama? She's gonna miss it. What's taking her so long? She said she'd only be a minute. Oh, there she is. Mama's coming in right now. Here, Mama. We're right here by the window. Oh, there you are, my little ducklings. Look at the station, Mama. The night train is slowing down. We're in Sacramento. Yes, I see it. We're at the close of our adventure. Thank you for helping your father as stowaways and detectives. Of course. I'd do it all over again. Pillow, carton, everything. Welcome to Sacramento, my friends. We've reached the end of the rails. Hurrah! Hurrah for Pullman! Three cheers to celebrate our arrival! Hurrah We've crossed the 
Transcontinental Railroad in five days and won the race across America against Wagner's Midnight Express. Glory be! Cheaters always get their comeuppance. Did you hear that, Edith? Mama told me Sam would get his comeuppance. What a monumental trip. My books will fly off the shelves. Instant bestsellers. Now, your hotel accommodations have been arranged for through Pullman. Simply show your ticket and they will bring you to a room. For those of you with a round-trip ticket, the night train will be departing for Chicago on January the 11th. Until then, the Pullman crew wishes you a happy new year and hopes you will enjoy your time in California. Here we go. Ha. Now the real work begins. Time to present Pullman's night train to the world! That's right. Pick up your steps now, Rudy. There is history to be made. That's all very well, but what about our luggage? Has the conductor been found? I don't know, Mr. Crocker. Five minutes ago, you were the porter in charge of the luggage. Now you're a conductor, and you've just completely forgotten how to keep track of suitcases? You're supposed to know these things. Mr. Crocker, we've just arrived in Sacramento. I can't know if there's any word about Sam Lewis or the luggage car until I get to the station to check for telegram. Oh, Georgie, please don't make a fuss. We can buy new clothes. It's the principle of the thing, Maddie. They can't just let a whole train car go missing. Dear, the car didn't go missing. It was stolen by the Wagner man who sabotaged the night train four or five times. I'm sure Mr. Pullman will see that he's thoroughly punished and our luggage is returned to us. I had valuables in that luggage car. My new carpet bag. I'm sure we can buy another carpet bag just like it when we go through Omaha on the way back to Chicago. Now, don't keep me waiting any longer. Let's go see the city. We're on the other side of the continent, George. It was an antique carpet bag. The man who sold it to me said it was probably used by Lewis or Clark when they went through Nebraska. That is ridiculous, Georgie! Now come on out onto the platform! I'm sure we can find you a souvenir in California! Well, let that be a warning to you children. Don't store your treasure in material things. Especially not souvenirs like carpet bags. You'll be sure to be disappointed. I won't buy any souvenirs, Mrs. Smith. I don't have any money. I don't think you'll... Always be lacking in pecuniary matters, my little friend. When you do have money, make sure you spend it wisely on family, train tickets, and lamb. <laughs> be good to your mother now. She's a wonderful lady. Goodbye, dears. Oh, goodbye, Mrs. Smith. Let's go, let's go. I don't want to miss anything. Oh, dear. Mama, do we have a hotel room? Of course we do, sweetheart. Even though Maddie and George Crocker took our tickets? Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Uh, I I'll take care of that. If there isn't enough room at the hotel, you can stay at the Pullman Club with Rosie and I. There's always an extra bed there. There's a Pullman Club? Here? In Sacramento? Well, of course there is. We need one wherever there's a big railroad station. Now go on. Go see Sacramento. Here we go. Here, Edith. I'll help you down the steps onto the platform. Thank you, Paul. Mama, where is Daddy? I don't want him to miss anything. Your father has a lot of work to do with taking care of the night train and filing reports on the sabotages. As soon as he's finished, he'll come and find us. It's so warm. I can't believe it. There was snow the last time we got off the train. I know, Edith. It's amazing. Where are the oranges? Dad said there'd be orange trees. 
Hello, hello, where is the photographer? California and the end of the rails. I don't know where the oranges are, but we'll find them, Paul. How will we celebrate, Mama? Yeah, we should make a cake. What happens next, Mama? I'm not sure, Paul. Just stay close to me so you aren't swept away by the crowd. The night train is here! Right on time, come on! How do you feel about all the delays and Pullman's choice to skip all the tourist stops? He didn't keep his promise. He valued the race over his passenger's experience. Sir, tell us about the avalanche. What was it like? The avalanche? Bah! That was poultry compared to being on a runaway train as we entered the summit tunnel. Runaway? We got a runaway train over here! Yes, we were stalled in a tunnel. I was certain we were gonna be wrecked by the oncoming Midnight Express. There was a runaway train! A runaway where? The night train was out of control! What happened? What happened to the night train since her stop in Winnemucca? <laughs> we have had quite the adventure since Winnemucca. These newspapermen don't know anything! They can't know what happened to us yet, Paul. Only the people on the night train know what an adventure it's been. This crew has overcome incredible odds to bring us where we are today, safe in Sacramento. I am humbled and honored to call these railroad heroes Pullman men. What about the Midnight Express? Are the sabotage rumors true? Gentlemen, the Midnight Express is close behind us. Very close. In fact, they'll be arriving at any minute now. They planned to crash into us in the summit tunnel and came close to achieving it. What? A collision in the tunnel? The night train was sabotaged. Well, our victory and safe arrival are truly a miracle and a credit to our magnificent Pullman crew. I'll be greeting the Midnight Express along with the Sacramento Police Force and a lawsuit led by Pullman supporter George Crocker. Webster Wagner put his passengers and mine in a dangerous, life-threatening situation simply because he was so desperate to win. What did he do? Exactly! Tell me exactly! Rudy Ackerman will be happy to give you a full report of the Wagner sabotages. But, gentlemen, let's not allow the malignant Wagner men to steal our joy on this momentous day. Pullman has conquered! We have achieved our lofty goal to bring a luxury passenger train from Chicago to Sacramento. Don't allow Wagner to fill up your inky columns with depressing displays of deceit. Celebrate! Let the world know of the incredible progress we have made uniting a nation. Oh, and come with me now. I have a little business to take care of before I begin the celebrations at my hotel. You are welcome to come with me if you like. I think you'd be interested. I still don't understand. How did Wagner sabotage the night train? Well, lead the way, sir. What's Mr. Pullman doing now, Mama? I don't know, Edith. Can we go inside the station? It's so loud. And where is Daddy? Just wait a moment, Edith. Dad will come and find us here on the platform any minute now. Harold! Harold Milton! Yes, sir? I'm impressed by your tenacity and loyalty. I want you to be the conductor on the Pullman night train permanently. Wait, Edith, what was that, did sir? you hear that? Harold is going to be the new conductor from I'm here on. Snake's alive. That's never happened before. Mama, yes. Mama, did yes, you hear sir. what Mr. Pullman thank said? You. I heard. Oh, I heard him, you, Edith. I can't explain how happy I am. A uh, porter can't be a conductor. What kind of publicity stunt Harold is this? has truly proven his loyalty and worth as a Pullman man on this journey. I must be about other business now. I'm a busy man, you see. I'll leave you gentlemen with Rudy here. 
Who's Rudy? Goodbye, Mr. Pope. I'll be seeing you later, I'm sure. Behave yourself, conductor. Oh, yes, sir. Spokesman for the night train. Delighted to make your acquaintance. Delighted, I'm sure. What's the pitch? I've got my notes right here. Uh, of course, after the initial statement, I'll be available for interviews. That's great. Won't you hurry up and tell us what happened? I, I, I'm hurrying, gentlemen. Hold on. This ink is blotted. I, I believe it. Uh, oh, here. Yes. Uh, the night train's journey was beset with nefarious deeds from the first. The boiler explosion was only the first of a series of Wagner-authorized sabotages that threatened our illustrious Pullman promise of safe reliability. Yes, sir, that is Wagner. That would be the Midnight Express. They've been close behind us since the summit tunnel. The Midnight Express? Let's go. Wait! I am not finished with this statement. Here comes Wagner and his Midnight Express. Mama! Mama, did you hear that? Yes, I did. I expected they'd arrive soon after us. You did see them in the tunnel after all. Mr. Pullman's number one enemy. Do you think Sam is with them? What? What will happen to Sam, Mama? I want to punch Sam. Paul? Paul Mallard, stay right by my side. But Mama, Mama, he deserves to be punched. Paul? You saved the night train in the Summit Tunnel, but you are still a ten-year-old boy, and you will not go and punch anyone. Do you understand? Yes, Mama. Look! It's the Midnight Express! They're pushing the luggage car in front of their engine! Our luggage car! It has the Pullman name on it! George Crocker will be happy to hear that! I'm happy to hear that! Daddy! Will! Will, you did it! Chicago to Sacramento! Yes, we did it! All together! Daddy, look! Mr. Pullman's waiting for Wagner right now with the police. Sam's going to catch his comeuppance. I see that, Paul. I don't like that Mr. Pullman much. But at least he's going to make Sam and Webster Wagner pay for what they did to us and the night train. I see the police, but I don't see Sam. He's got to be there. He was in the luggage car. Do you see him, Dad? No, Paul. Where, where could he have gone? Once the Midnight Express reached the tunnel... Sam knew his last sabotage had failed. He must have made them stop so he could get off and make a run for it once they left the mountains. Snake's alive. I hope the police go after him and catch him. They got horses. I bet they can catch him. They will do their best, Paul. I'm just grateful Sam Lewis isn't on our train anymore. George Pullman wants to clean up this mess as quickly as possible. He's taken Wagner to court right here in California with George Crocker as his defense lawyer. We'll have to stay in Sacramento until the police investigations are complete. I see. Uh, where can we stay? Will! Will Mallet! Harold! Congratulations, my friend! We made it to Sacramento. Will, Mr. Pullman just spoke to me. And he wants you to be our conductor. Yes! Yes, he does. Congratulations, Harold Milton. I can't wait to get you home to Abby and the girls. I, I just didn't think it was possible, Will. The promotion, I mean. It's impossible until it's done. Hello, California! Ooh. What's going on over here? Rosie, Mr. Pullman has made Harold the conductor! I already knew that. No, but Rosie, he's a conductor for... for... forever. Not just until the end of the rails. Is that so? Well, glory be and the saints be praised. George Pullman did something sensible for once. Congratulations, Harold. Did I hear that right? 
Is Harold Milton going to continue as our conductor when we head back east? Yes, I am, Philip. Wow, even Daddy Joe, the legendary Pullman Porter, didn't get promoted to conductor. <laughs> Harold Milton, it has been a pleasure to know. Can I expect some preferential treatment since we were friends before you became all rich and famous? How should we celebrate? Mama, where can we go? We don't have a hotel or anything. Will, could we stay on the train? No need for that. Mrs. Mallet. now I told you I'd take care of it. You're coming with us to the Pullman Club. <laughs> we're bringing Jerry and Bonnie along too. There's sure to be coffee, hot chocolate, and champagne, and rooms for everyone. Cake too? I'll make you some cake, Paul Mallet. Now let's get out of this rain. Nice and quiet out here. No train whistles, no shouting crowd. I can hear myself think. Are you thinking up new lamb stew recipe? Nah, Rosie, my lamb stew is already perfect. I'm thinking about ice cream. Good chocolate ice cream with fudge. I like what Bonnie's thinking. Me too. Are we almost there? Are we almost at the Pullman Club? Yes, Paul. It's that tall brick building just across the street. Can't wait to get in there and out of this rain. I'm with you there, Philip. Thank you for inviting us, Harold. I'm excited to bring you here, Mrs. Mallon. And you think they'll have rooms for us to rent until the night train heads back to Chicago? Oh, yes, Will. The Pullman Club always has room. I think you'll like this place. I know I'll love the Pullman Club. I've already been to one after all. Paul and I went to one back in Omaha. Anybody home in the Pullman Club? Look at that. It's Harold and the Night Train, folks. Look at that spanking new conductor, ladies and gentlemen. Looking good, Harold. We just got the news. How are you going to spend your pay raise? Tell us the story. What's been happening with you since you left Nebraska? Come on in, everybody. Come on in and out of the rain. Thank you very much, sir. Okay for me to be in here? I'm just a Pullman driver. I'm not a porter. <laughs> you are more than welcome here at the Pullman Club. Let me take your coat for you. Are you Rosie, Harold's sister-in-law, right? That's right. I work in the kitchen on the night train. She's in charge of the kitchen, actually. And she makes the best hot chocolate in the whole world. She lets me have a mug every time I come visit her in the kitchen. That's impressive, Miss Rosie. I'm Dan. And you, sir? Barney, Pullman waiter. Well, come on in, Barney and Rosie. We got music and warm drinks, and it's dry inside, so come on in. Just let me take your coats. The name's John Hyden. Are you Will Mallon? That I am. Are you a friend of Harold's? Of course I am. Harold has friends all up and down the railroad. Did you bring your family along? We stowed away. Stowed away? That's right. It's been a long, long journey. It's certainly been an adventure. I'm Louise Mallard. It's a pleasure. And who are you two? She's Edith, and I'm Paul. John, Will and his family need a place to stay until the night train leaves. Oh, you can all stay here. We have some nice and clean rooms upstairs. I know there's at least one empty. That's all we need. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Harold speaks highly of you. I look forward to getting to know you all. Do you want some hot chocolate, Edith and Paul? Yeah, I'd love some. Yes, please. Thank you, sir. Get everybody drinks. We got to raise a toast. Got to raise a song. Time for a celebration. Oh, I got a song for you. Johnny, go ahead and play that there. Cake walk into town. Harold is starting that song the porter sang in Omaha. I remember. Look, Dad and Rosie know it too. They're singing with him. Dad knows all the railroad songs. Hey, let's have some dancing. Dance with me, Louise. I'd be delighted. 
I got the next verse. I love this place. Everyone is singing and dancing now. <laughs> Barney is dancing with Rosie. He looks so nervous. Let's open those windows before somebody faints. I'll open this one. Oh, that breeze feels good. I like Sacramento. I'm glad we're here at the end of the rails. I want another adventure. I think you'll have one soon, Paul. We're far, far from home. 1,912 miles from home to be exact. Jerry taught me that. That's a lot of tracks to cover. Anything could happen. Do you think we'll do more equivocating? I don't know, Paul. Will somebody get a comeuppance? Maybe. I just can't wait to be home again. Whatever happens between now and then, I'm sure glad we'll all be on the night train. What are you doing sitting down while there is dancing to be done? Up on your feet now. Oh, Rosie, I don't know how to dance. Who am I supposed to dance with? I can't dance with Edith. Of course you can, Paul Mallard. And if you don't know how to dance, then Bonnie and I will teach you. Just watch your mom and dad. They're doing fine. Mama looks so beautiful when she dances. I'm not dancing. Oh, come on, Paul. I just learned how to dance this a few minutes ago from Rosie. She's a good teacher. Up on your feet. Come on, Paul. I want to try. What about your ankle, Edith? It doesn't hurt anymore. Rosie wrapped it real good. Okay, then I guess I'll try. Now, take your partner's arm. Yup, just like that. First thing to do is just walk around to the music. You've got better rhythm than me. You'll be splendid. Barney, everybody has better rhythm than you. Easy there, Jerry. I don't see you doing any dancing. Well, that's because I'm eating. You're up next, Jerry. Now, watch me. Step and kick, step and kick. Easy there, Edith. You're going to kick me in the stomach. Oh, dear. I'm sorry. I just got so excited. <laughs> That's better. Now, follow the other dancers. Watch your mom and dad. See how they do it? Step and kick, step and kick. Now, towards the front door. Step and kick, step and kick. Now they're switching direction again. Oh, I'm dizzy just watching. Come on, Edith. If Barney can do it, we can. That's the spirit. I'm getting better at keeping in time, and my ankle doesn't hurt at all. That's good. Just don't forget to turn. You're going to knock me over if you keep kicking in the wrong direction. Oh, sorry, Paul. That's better. Look, Mama and Dad are watching us. Look at me, Dad. Mama, we're dancing. Wonderful. You're looking good, Paul. <laughs> Whoa, Edith, look. Harold's dancing by himself. Look at him. How does he move his feet so fast? Well, what's he doing? I want to do that. You'll learn soon, Paul, but take it easy. One step at a time. Hey, Edith, a penny for your thoughts. What? What are you thinking about right now? That there is no other place in the whole world I'd rather be than right here. Yeah, me too. Pullman's night train claims the victory in Sacramento. Read about the avalanche, bison, sabotage, and other challenges this admirable Pullman faced to win the race across America. The railroad is a dangerous place, and it is the birthplace of a new era of George heroes. Pullman is leading the investigation into his own conductor, Sam Lewis who is the top suspect behind all the, the night trains The Brotherhood of Pullman Railroad Men are our hope for the future. The criminal conductor is loose on the Transcontinental Railroad. Is Pullman safe or will sabotage the strike again? The world is changing. Innovation is like a runaway train. We are pounding into the future at a breathtaking Unheard speed. Unheard of promotion. A Pullman Porter has taken the conductor's place on the night train. Read about the redemptive victory of Will Mallard and his porter, now conductor, Harold 
Melton. Read the story of sabotage, betrayal, and danger. Pullman brought a luxury passenger train safely from Chicago to Sacramento, uniting a nation. Listen to the story of perseverance and grit, a true American story. They didn't stop until they reached the end of the rails. Clyde. It sounds like a murder, of course. What did the newspaper say, Clyde? The night train made it to Sacramento. Weren't you on that train, Mrs. Hines? Yes. A preposterous house of cards. Poorly managed. Doomed from the start. I told Henry it wasn't worth it. I knew there would be no market for his ketchup out there. I should have held my ground. Then I wouldn't be stranded in Nebraska in this decrepit inn waiting for an eastbound train that's never going to come. Huh. Well, maybe you'd just be able to get back on the night train. They'll be headed back to Chicago in a couple days. Did they win the race? Yeah. Yeah, they did. And they made one of the porters a conductor. Gibberish. It's a good thing I got off the night train when I did. Maybe so. Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> 